back to Intelligence, bringing you knowledge with the power to change. I'm your host, Brennan Dunn. We've got some great stuff on deck today. We've got uh, 50 Cent versus Mayweather, the fight. Um, we've got Odell Beckham doing some things, and the Cowboys taking a stand. Uh, what else do we have? We have uh, the Pope accepting resignations from Catholic Cardinals. And we've got some really interesting debates coming up today, talking about uh, gender equality, rape culture, the Me Too movement. Um, and a lot, lot more. So I'm excited about today. We've got two special guests, and for the first time ever, uh, we have ladies joining us on Intelligent. So starting off, we've got uh, Miss Keisha Smith. She is a licensed physical therapist. How are you, Keisha? I'm good. How are you? Great. Great. Thanks Glad for to have me. you here. My main man, defense attorney Damon Parrish. Always. Tech guru to the stars, Charles Sherrod Jr. And we have another lady. This is Nicole Dix a licensed psychotherapist. I am so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And last but not least, the guy who can fix anything, mechanical engineer, Quentin Broadwater. Clunton Hearts. <laughs> Whatever that's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we voted. We're going to start off with a little bit of pop culture today, talking about this 50 Cent Mayweather issue. So uh, in case you guys don't know, 50 and uh, Mayweather have been going tit for tat on social media i mean it has gotten ugly they've talked about each other personally they have made remarks about each other that i think uh, goes probably beyond the bounds of what even some might call professionalism within the trolling era uh but that brings up a really good question though about facebook trolling uh, the effects that it has one i mean are they taking this too far two are they being too childish three what is this trolling thing, and are we going too far with it with social media? Uh, I think it's hard to uh, to really troll Floyd Mayweather. He has a hard time reading and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what they're saying. <laughs> he doesn't know what they're saying. Uh, but also, you can't really troll him because I don't think he gives a shit. Right. Like, Floyd can kick everybody's ass. So he'll play with you all day long, but if you see him in the street, you're probably wondering away. I don't think 50 Cent wants any part of Floyd. Uh, so I think, in, in all jest, I think Floyd is having a great time. I doubt he is really being trolled in the sense that Somebody who cared would be getting trolled. I don't know if Fifty Cent is scared of Floyd Mayweather, but uh, I mean, didn't we do? Didn't we all do this to each other growing up? Now it's just on social media, so it's in front of everybody. I mean, I trolled Brennan when I came to the parking lot today. So, uh, I, not to say that it's good, but we've done this forever, right? Except for, but but Fifty makes comments about Floyd's son and stuff. Like he makes little jabs. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He he probably is the worst troll. But that's what he always does. He's always been the worst. We got somebody, you know, Pennsylvania Avenue that's a pretty, pretty good at that too. But he's pretty. But that's all he's always done though. That's that's been his mo. Like he'll say the stuff that nobody else will say. He'll go as low. I mean, he's, you know, he's educated in the streets. He's on that. The version of the 48 Laws of Power where he thinks he has to crush somebody, you know, in order to win. That's what he does. But but should 50 really just be going after the less fortunate? I mean, when you can't read, how are you supposed to respond? <laughs> I just don't get Sir, it. Sir, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Don't nobody tell him I said it. <laughs> <laughs> it but, no, but, I mean, seriously, though, so a lot of the, I mean, we, when we translate, because, um, you know, power emulates reality. And what I mean by that is that celebrities do something, the rest of us regular people go out right. and do it. So when we see that kind of that level of trolling, you got to go back and talk about these young kids that uh, that do the same thing, which turns from trolling to cyberbullying. And, you know, 
should we be setting a better example? Should, matter of fact, should these should these cats be held to a higher standard in the first place because they they have a better a bigger platform than the rest of us? I, I, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I already spoke one. <laughs> Theoretically, they probably should be held to a higher standard because they have a louder voice. Um, they're they're being seen. They have a social media presence. Everybody is watching. So you would hope that they would be you know hold themselves to a higher standard just as as individuals because they know everybody is watching. But as parents, as mm -hmm. aunts and uncles, and whoever is a voice in a young person's life, you have to make sure that you're the loudest person in the room despite mm -hmm. what's going on in social media. Because this likely is probably just a publicity stunt. I mean, I don't know that these people are actually truly right. angry with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, this is all for the public and something to drum up yeah, conversation because right. we're now talking about it. And when we talk about holding people to higher standards, we conflate this stuff a lot. Because somebody is is a genius or great in one area, we give them all these virtues. Yeah. You're talking about somebody that's famous for getting shot a bunch right. of times yeah. and somebody that's famous for getting punched in the face or exactly. avoiding getting punched in the face. Mm -hmm. Like Just because they got a bunch of money doesn't make them higher What do we really, you know, expect? Do we really right. expect from them? They're they just a, a bunch of cats that got really, really rich, yeah. and they acting like... I feel like they're doing what they expect, for, what they expect them to do. Except right. for in their case, they command a, a platform that... that reaches more people than you and I can. But how do they get the platform? 50 Cent has done this from it. 50 Cent's claim to fame was creating a song called How to Rob that trolled the entire rap industry. That's how he got on. So, right. like, why you say, if, if I'm in the streets and I'm broke and I do something that gets me famous and rich, I'm going to keep doing that. Like, that's what he's right. done from day one. Yeah. So why are we expecting to change now? Well, you, you know, the... Even though 50, 50 and, and, and Mayweather have, a, I guess, a mutual sort of uh, troll respect for each other, you know, it doesn't always, it's, sometimes it's one-sided. And what I mean by that, you've got this uh, actress, her name is Anna uh, Jopp. She's the new actress for the uh, new show coming out, Titans. Um, and she plays a, a character, a, a superhero character, Starfire. Now, Starfire has traditionally been this orange chick, so she's not even uh, black, white. Asian, Hispanic, whatever, any of the any of the the known races of humanity, um, but people are I mean people are really really upset about the fact that they have hired a black woman to play this role that most white people would feel would be better suited for a, a Caucasian actress. I mean this is this is not the first time this has happened. You remember Rue and uh, the Hunger Games when they got mad about mm -hmm. Rue being uh, uh, the one to, to 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 play that particular role. Uh, Annie, Michael, Michael uh, Jordan, right? What's 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 that? And Annie, uh, the uh, uh, little orphan Wolf Annie, the the, the, the Jamie Foxx remake. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, people people legit, right? Michael B. Jordan, Fantastic Four. People are legit mad over what they consider to be, ironically enough, character appropriation. Were they people or were they white people? Because <laughs> <laughs> they mad about they mad about hey, everything. Hey, white people matter too. <laughs> So if you believe that, then I'll let you ride with that. But I feel like it's time for us to get a piece of this action. So uh, to be bad, I think that's totally different from the 50 Cent uh, Floyd Mayweather uh, situation because I think that speaks more to your prejudice than actually being concerned about somebody getting trolled or disrespected because why Why would you care? If, if, if the best actor got the job, why does it care? Why, why should you care what color their skin is? Or I can see if it was a terrible actor and they got the role, but... It's what color they are shouldn't matter. And, I mean, it happens the other way too, right? Uh, you got the actress uh, from The Help, right, that played uh, an Asian act. Or she's white. She played an Asian, someone who was written as Asian, 
in a movie, and she got oh, a lot of backlash for that too. I think yeah. people mm-hmm. people take a lot of with characters in books, in particular comic books, whatever the books is. People take a lot of ownership for that too. So, but I it, mean, it, it's 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 not all one sided towards actors and actresses of color. And it's funny that you use the word ownership because I feel like um, white America has taken ownership of character. Just just carte blanche. And what I mean by that is we, we assume that Jesus is white Jesus. Uh, we assume that Santa Claus has to be white Santa Claus. We assume that uh, every notable figure has to be white. They had to they had to force Man, they in everything. they have to force in black characters. I mean, if you go back to what nineteen or I think sixty seven when they first introduced what was it Franklin into uh, the peanut the peanuts uh, uh, Charlie Brown and and the and the uh, family, mm-hmm. you know they they were somebody wrote in to the to the uh, cartoonist and said, hey, we'd love to see. A black representative it doesn't have to be something super spe- special, and they had to write it in. We've we've always had to write ourselves in, and if we weren't written in, our role was always the thug, uh, the, the 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 drug dealer, the slave. It was always or a biopic or something. You know, it was never us just naturally being out. We would not until I say Reese. I think Boomerang did it, uh, but how many how many movies have you seen since that Boomerang era where we? We're just regular people doing regular things. Mm-hmm. And once we put ourselves into these um, white demographic movies, all of a sudden, like, whoa, whoa, right. you're doing right. too much. Stay Where's in your lane. Where's the crackhead, sir? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's really irritating to me. But, you know, I think we just need to, to do better with that. Um, last thing I want to talk about in pop culture today is, uh, you know, we got uh, these Kiki, Do You Love Me?, are you riding challenges? And they got this new part. It went from just standing outside and doing right. this from beside me and all that jazz to people jumping out of their cars. You love me? Are you riding? Hey, hold on, hold on. You're not going. You're not going to challenge. I swear. That's what you're not going to do. But you know, so they went from doing that stationary to jumping out of cars and what do they call it? Ghost riding the right, whip, right. While, where the, the car is still moving while they're um, uh, doing the dance. Not only that, but they added a second twist to it, where they do this dumb thing where they want to try to get hit by a car, but like not too hit. Just so I've actually seen two official car. hits. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. two yeah. official yeah. hits yeah. have actually yeah. happened. Like this it, isn't. It's yeah. hilarious. It, it, because like, why it's are you stupid. in the street? And they're in the street with public traffic, right? So like they're getting hit. Like All one lady almost attention. died. That's a right. concern yeah. because you're you're risking your life. You're you're doing this really dumb stuff mm-hmm. just for attention and likes on social media. So where are we going with this? You know how social far how far is social media? <laughs> I say keep it going. going it's hilarious. I say society is <laughs> better off without these people. So <laughs> let <laughs> cars let the cars run them over and, and get them out the way. And you're dumb enough to jump out the car. Right. Yeah. We don't need this. We don't need this. I don't know. It is very scary. Especially they're doing it for likes for social media. There's young people doing it for likes. So you think that we should let them, I mean, because you got what the Tide Pod Challenge, the yes. uh, cinnamon challenge, yes. the yeah. light yourself on fire yes. challenge. All these people, all of these things, they just need to go ahead and light, light yourself. Please, I mean, yes. what, light yourself yeah. on what's fire. the alternative? What are you going to do to Natural stop them? Selection. They're doing it for attention. Right. So, like, what do we do? Say all you have yeah. to do is say educate them not to do it if they're going to do it regardless anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't I realize that that's a stupid thing to do. Then, right. Right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's, if you I don't mean, know that jumping burnt. out of a car on oncoming traffic is dumb, then I don't know how to do it. I'm cool that. with that as an adult because right. as an adult, you should know better. But kids are so impressionable. Mm-hmm. 
you know, they're, they're going to do whatever they no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I was a kid. I played outside when the car came. We moved. We <laughs> moved. <laughs> we moved. <laughs> we moved. Like, like, yeah, I played in the middle of the street. I wasn't like, you know what, I'm a chance it and jump over this car. No, I got out the way because I knew this would hurt me. But or you also know if you didn't grow up in the area, uh, in the era of social media. But I was a dumb but, kid. But how... I'm not you're, saying you're, again. You're a little bit of a kid, right? and so I, I'm Whoa. saying when you see a car coming, like uh, only, like dumb people, kids are different. God protects the kids, the, the dumb and the, yes. and the young. Yeah, so, does he really protect yeah. them? The because you got young, these yes. these dumbass kids taking these Tide pods. Those, and aren't, those aren't kids, sir. Those are teenagers. They are teenagers. We don't protect them. They know better. But I mean, to your point though, it might have not been for social media, but when when we were young, there were things kids did that were dangerous. For the same, it's that same social currency, right? right. You're doing right. something right. for right. that attention. attention. It's just on such a, a different level right. now that people want, for some reason, these like that. Even on Twitter, somebody can say something stupid. What I see, and I've been on Twitter since probably 2009, right? Yeah. 10. Somebody will say something stupid that'll get a whole bunch of retweet tweets, mm -hmm. and their friends will come in and be like, oh, you pop it now. Mm -hmm. Whether it was stupid or dumb, right. but 25,000, right. now you don't get any money so from this. Yeah. You get no money, you yeah. get nothing, but 25,000 people said, oh, they like it, so. I, I say well, let, let, let the ballot. dumb be dumb. Well, you know, uh, I, I agree with that. Let the dumb be dumb, but we, we gotta, we gotta, I don't want everybody to die just for being dumb. But uh, <laughs> speaking of some more dumb stuff that's being said, let's switch over to a little bit of sports. The Cowboys, we talked about this a little bit last week where uh, the NFL and the NFLPA, the National Football League Players Association, kind of uh, had, are at a standstill in terms of what to do about this stand, kneel, go in the back situation. The Cowboys and the Cowboys owner Jerry Jones issued an edict saying, I don't care what the rest of the league does, does here in my house, we serve the flag, and you will be kneeling. There will be no going inside during the national anthem, and it's, it's, that is what it is. So two of the golden boys for the Cowboys, uh, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott, uh, both made public statements, uh, both uh, along the lines of, hey, man, you know, this, there's a certain time and place to do this whole protest thing. During the game is not the time to do it. So we just need to uh, uh, follow what our owner says. And I agree with that because, you know, I'm not the kind of person that protests when in an inappropriate time. And he said, you come here for the NFL games. You don't come here for the political acumen. What's wrong with you, you, you remember what Bill Cosby said when uh, Theo talked about uh, wanting to be a uh -huh. man? And, and he, I mean, the, the, the studio audience started clapping at first, yeah. and then all of a sudden Bill said, that's about, I, I hate to use Bill's in this but I'm going to say that Mr. Huxtable uh, said, that's about the <laughs> dumbest character. thing I've ever heard. And that is what I, I get here, here with this. I mean, you, you can't on one hand say you believe in political action, um, and then say, well, well, let me let me be politically active when it's comfortable when it's for comfortable. people. Well, Activism is not supposed to be a comfortable. Right. Here's, here's, what I, here's what I say to people that, that say that. Okay. Clearly, I agree. I mean, not clearly, but I agree with all of the protesting that's going on, and everybody's right to do that. But how many people that are activists that support this cause get up at their workplace? How many people walk into a corporate boardroom with a Black Lives Matter shirt? How many people? Walk out, you know, like people say, yeah, we all for this stuff, but you got, you got to remember that's their livelihood, that's their jobs, and maybe, and these guys are 22, 23, fresh out of college, 
trying to establish themselves and become something. They didn't see themselves as activists growing up. Now, they can't say, they can't stop now and be like, I don't support that because they probably do. But that's not what they joined up for. So, and a lot of us, a lot of us go to work and then come home and we can get on Facebook and do our activism. We can go on marches on the weekend, but ain't nobody going to, ain't nobody messing up their check. A lot of people Mm -hmm. are not messing up their check. So I don't see why we come in. I heard people call these boys coons and, you know, saying all this stuff about them. Let's, let's be real. Put your check on the line and then tell me what they should do. Quentin, go ahead. Uh, I will say this. I did wear a Black Panther shirt to casual Friday at work. So you wore your regular skin. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? Uh, can we get a shout of the new power character right here? <laughs> Thank you. Back to me. Back to me. So I, I understand what y'all are saying a lot, and you're right. Most people will not go into their uh, workplace and be activists. But I think these guys have an opportunity to speak up because they are such star players in the league to where if there is any repercussions, they have they will have other opportunities to play yeah. football. Well, I mean, we. But again, but it, you're, put, you're we right. Put virtues we, on people. They, they can't stand up in front of us and be like, man, I really don't want no part of that, which is probably what they really think. Like, look, man, I want to play football. That's right. what I dreamed about doing my whole life. I didn't dream about being an activist. I didn't dream about being right. in front of a right. cause. All I want to do is be, I'm the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, people want to call a call guy his name. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that maybe down the line he may stand up and do something, but let's, you know, let's not be so quick to, to no, judge right. We shouldn't judge them, but... We should and then just one more thing. We say, you know, we'll do stuff at work. How many of us will do that to our CEO? Because that's the CEO we're talking about. How many people are going to walk into right. that CEO's office and be like, I don't like what you're doing around here? But did he have to make the statement at all? That's what I was going to say. He did he have to say he, he anything have to at come all? Out and say, no, 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 no. So he could have just been quiet. I mean, I agree mm-hmm. with you, Chuck, in yeah. theory. You, you, you don't put your check online. I get right. you. got family whatnot. But you don't have but to say he could have just been right. quiet and yeah. just did his thing. Right. Right. So it feels uh, like Jerry uh, actually probably forced them to stand up and say I think Jerry went to Dak and Ezekiel beforehand and said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to square y'all away. You stand in support because those are the only two people he can't lose. Gary right. yep. you let Dak Prescott and Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott kneel. He's not cutting them. No. He's no. not they cutting them. And so he went to them first. He took care of them, got them on board. He ain't worried about this. The more he to cut yep. his ass. Right. And so now he can now he can make his bold statement because he's been propped up by his right. boys. I, mean, I think Dak and Elliott could have kept, kept their mouth shut and nobody, nobody would have cared. Right. Well, you bring up a good point. And I think uh, Jonae Parrish actually echoes that. She says, I may not do it myself, but I'm not about to speak. Uh, out about it. If someone else wants to do it, that's their business, mm-hmm. uh, which I agree with. And we want to say hi also to Kendi Bourgeois uh, as well as Kunishiwa from Clinton mm-hmm. Myers. Now we got everybody coming in all all around the world. That's that's pretty dope. Um, but you know, you you made the point and said you know they no one else wants to be in that position to actually speak up against their owner. The difference to me between these players and somebody else in the corporate world is the the power that they hold as an individual within this mm-hmm. franchise. If I go into corporate America, one of 1,000 1, people, mm-hmm. I don't have the kind of power to stop and put a halt to their friend, to, to that company the same way Dak and, uh, mm-hmm. and Ezekiel yeah. do. They, they, they are in a unique position where they are able with their actions or inactions to affect the bottom line of their company. Everybody doesn't have that. So with great power comes great responsibility type thing. And again, like the ladies and, and Damon said, you don't have to tell us what we're not supposed to do. Right. You could have simply said, hey, 
I know what I'm comfortable with doing. I don't know what everybody else, but to but to but to but, but to chastise. What they, no, what he did was chastise. Oh, he said. No. I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about no, that. That, okay. that chastised yeah. people saying this is not the appropriate place to be doing right. that. You you can't tell us when and how to be to to protest. Exactly. If you if you want to jump on this train when it when it's time for you to make something, don't jump on it. When it's when it's beneficial to you, you jump on it at the beginning right. with us. You're either with us now, or you might as well stay at the at the at the back yeah, of us. I mean, that's that's been the case for years. And I don't want to go too too long on this topic. That's been the case for years. You have people who are leaders. You have people who are followers. And you have people that just sit back and take the fruits of other people's labor. Mm-hmm. Everybody wasn't walking with Dr. King, but all of us got the right. benefits that he that he fought and died for. So, I mean, if that's their if that's their thought process, we can just say, hey, you you're not with us, and that's fine. But not everybody has to be has to be down. And then the, the only other thing I think is we learn a lot through history. The man who started this lost his livelihood, lost everything that they want. So you like he's a great quarterback. Colin Kaepernick's still sitting at home, and nobody's nobody's doing anything. They didn't. The league didn't stop for him. Well, ladies, I want to include you in this sports conversation, uh, which you you've already been talking. But I want to get your your perspective on something. Odell Beckham Jr. He's a wide receiver for the uh, New York Giants. He's 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 great. Fantasy Uh, gold. But he's he's he does questionable behavior from time to time, and I'm actually surprised by what he's been accused of in this instance. He's accused of paying a thousand dollars to have sex with a woman, Uh, so paying a prostitute to get down and dirty. One, I'm surprised that he's paying a woman. Was it it paying or somebody (laughs) said that? That that was somebody said that he. I had to ask. The the, the reports are saying that he he tried to legally pay a thousand dollars for a woman. I don't know if he was giving her a thousand dollars for rent, saying thank you, or giving her a thousand dollars for saying let me put it in. Either way, he gave her a thousand dollars and it included sex. Um, Do y'all have a problem with? Prostitution? <laughs> the buying of sex. <laughs> so I don't have a problem with it. If that's what you want to do, so be it. My sister. <laughs> so, so, so teach is on. Obviously, I wouldn't solicit myself for sex or for money at, at all. But if that's what you do, if that's what your hustle is, and you have this well-renowned football player offering to give you money for sex, then go for it. Do what you have to do. However, I really think that he did not want sex from a woman. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> I, my personal opinion. I don't he think he paid a thousand on I, accident. I, I, he paid a thousand dollars. A beard for a beard. Beer. He paid a thousand really, bucks for a controversy. He, he like, paid a thousand dollars for a controversy because yeah. people have questioned his masculinity for uh, for years what? now. That's, that's, so that's I really feel like hold, this was a publicity stunt. Hold that thought, Keisha, on that on that questioning of masculinity because okay. we're going to ask you later why. Should his masculinity be questioned mm-hmm. as it relates to gender roles? But we're going to hold that question. What do you have to say on that, Keisha? I'm sorry, Nicole. Nicole, as as a moral issue, obviously, I don't agree right. with prostitution as a moral issue. It's Poor not something that I would I wouldn't engage in. It is it's, it's not to right. To, in my opinion, <laughs> however, between two consenting adults, if that's what you feel like you want to do to make mm-hmm. the rent, feed your children, do get your nails done, whatever you need What's to your do. Bag? Yeah. That's your business. Have at it, my sister. So let me ask you the question then, uh, Nicole. What would you do if your son was at home crying all alone (laughs) in the bathroom (laughs) floor? Because he's hungry. Okay. I mean, (laughs) you ain't gonna twerk. Nope. At some point, you got to bust it open for a real good. The only way to feed so you, you better go starve. Y'all gonna starve. Y'all gonna make a little bit of money. 
Y'all go to the Yeah, I've never. Everybody has a little hole in there. Why not get paid to do what you, what's in your heart? Uh, and it's also funny because you said it's uh, on a moral issue, but to me, sex is morally okay. Contracts are morally okay. Business is morally okay. You put them together. I don't see what's the, what's the issue. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's you got not. Go to the third power. Right, right. You, you right. Wrong. It's nothing wrong. It's because wrong. It's, it's American repression. Right. If if I paid you to use your muscles to pick up a table for me, I'm paying you for your body to do something for me for my benefit. We pay movers for, to move our shit around because I'm too lazy to move shit. I mean, if I want to go to a pro to get the benefit of pro-level service, <laughs> why can't I pay for it? And why is there a morally an issue? It's, it's actually, it actually, it actually makes more sense. Why would I want to go to you, an amateur? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rather than go to the professionals who don't do what they got. You don't go to an yeah. amateur <laughs> electrician. <laughs> <just like, laughs> do you get your nails done by amateur? <laughs> you go to the best lady. From now on, no more shade tree sex. No more shade tree sex. Only the finest hoes for me. Only the finest I understand where, where you were going with that, but in my opinion, morally, sex is supposed to be in a loving, adult, consenting you sound so boring. I mean, I just y'all. As you said so this, that's my so we got the viewer reaction. <laughs> give you uh, sex must be consenting, absolutely. And and obviously everybody loves my story, but I can very much see how you oh, can have sex without love. I don't know your story. Right, like, like, I, 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 hold on, everybody, get a slow violin because this is a very sad song that he's about to play. Lord. <laughs> so anyway, I will not. Uh, but but I, I can definitely see how you can have sex without love. I mean, I, I can I can you see can. that. You can. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's, that so that, that the love doesn't part, constitute prostitution. Right. So the love part isn't a part of sex removes it from morality. As long as consenting, that's all that matters. As long as everybody consents, then I and, and obviously we're not including illegal stuff with kids and right. whatnot. As long as you got adults consenting, I don't see why but you can contract it. It's such a intimate exchange. You were I mean and and from a woman's perspective. The transaction is is completely different from what a man experiences. A man can do it you in the mud. Hey. You, you're mad. You're happy. Hey. You're sad. It's a lot of women. Well, I, was, I, was about to, I was actually about to silence because I was. We had this discussion off air, but I I was actually saying that even though I don't see anything wrong with it, partaking in it would be because there's certain things that you may want to partake in as a consenting adult that you wouldn't feel comfortable doing with a professional. There's certain things you might like. That you don't have we forgotten that prostitution is illegal? I think it should be legal. I think it should be legal. Right now it is illegal. So we have a comment from a young lady, Adrika. She said, In the wise words of an old uncle, if you're going to give it away to a fool, let it be a rich fool. People have been telling women for years that they are sitting on a gold mine. Well, so 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 women, ladies. I was like, oh, I mean, how much is your how much is your any worth? You can't afford it. Is there is no dollar amount. I disagree. It is worth a McDonald's meal for some, and it is worth a steak for. Yes, that was a personal. Have you ever had a one night stand? No, I have not. You're lying. No, I'm not. I haven't. That's the real second night stand. Okay, the second night stand. So it took you two meals to give up that woman. Two meals. Two meals. $88. 
Because I bet you the first the first date was at Starbucks for seven ninety nine. There was no there was no value. That lemon cake was busting, but it wasn't it wasn't transactional. That's all it was. It wasn't transactional. I got you. I mean, men men pay for it every day. Men every date we go. Riding around in a Corolla with a Gucci bag, I'm gonna have to question how you got there. I don't know what that means. That, that might be a South Carolina colloquialism. I have no idea. But Charles, you made a point earlier. You talked about this phrase. You said um, repressed sexual uh, behavior. We're going to piggyback that into talking about the uh, Catholic Church and uh, these priests. Um, just recently, the Pope um, accepted the res resignation of Cardinal Theodore McGarrick, who uh, once led the Archdiocese of Washington. And just several days after that, another uh, cardinal was... Uh, gave his resignation over in Australia. Both of these instances stemming from allegations and arrests for pedophilia, uh, dealing with little boys within the church. Um, I mean, this is, first of all, this is nothing new. The, the, the actions of priests, bishops, and so forth within the clergy has been going on for quite a while. And I think this probably is one of the first popes, Pope Francis, who has ever been demonstrative in his uh, in his thoughts on uh, outing and removing uh, the dredges of the uh, church society or the Catholic church society. One, is this just a matter of repression or is this possibly men that are going into the archdiocese for the very nature of it being a predatory place for them? No, no, a no, no. Almost a sanctuary. No, 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 no. I don't believe that at all. I, I, I think I, I have no I, without making a, uh, a any judgment on the Catholic Church. I think some of their biggest issues is they don't let their clergy, uh, men and nuns, marry, and mm -hmm. you're forcing them to deny a right. part of human existence mm -hmm. that of love and sex that is essential. I mean, yeah. You dream about sex all day. You want love. You want marriage, and they tell them. You have to make God your wife, make God your husband, and that's not what God says. You can you can have a life devoted to God and still be married to somebody mm -hmm. and still have a family. And I think by doing that, you create issues. Now, I, I don't think most people can be created into perverts like that, but I, I but I, and those guys probably I don't, I can't say in a normal circumstance they wouldn't have been. I don't know, but I think that you create issues by not letting people. Jump into human nature, right. and I really doubt people who are who are that kind of predatory in nature are going to go into the church to be predators. There, there are better avenues to be predators. I absolutely I disagree. I do too, concerned. The church because, is full of predators. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, the church is <laughs> full of predators. In one and two, I don't think there's nothing you could do to probably any of us at this table. If you told me, Charles, from today forward, whatever this job is, you can't have sex. Right? You right. can't have sex, you can't get married. Now I might go I might go creep and find me a woman, but there's nothing that's gonna turn me into a pedophile. I agree with that. There's nothing there's nothing that's gonna pervert me in such a way that I see this small, innocent child and think, you know what I wanna do? Yeah. You know, that's 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 out of the question. But I do think if you look back at history, right, there was a time that not only was uh the priesthood a place for people uh, that had those proclivities, there was a place for gay men, right? Mm -hmm. Because they, they chose to go into this place. They were thinking about trying to pray the gay away, and if they just could yep. concentrate and be alone, they wouldn't have these thoughts that mm -hmm. people were saying were demons. So I don't. I think there was there are places that people go that have certain, and they see each other, right? Mm -hmm. You know, game recognized game. You see somebody, you're like, 
oh, you, we're alike. So that's let me true. go over here with you and we can, because that's what they were doing. They had support of people around them. It wasn't just one man. There were people around right. them that had support. I, I yeah. definitely think there was I, I just don't think they went there. That. To be predators, but they like you, you can you can you can go there and, and like I am a, I recognize this evil in me and I'm gonna go to this place of hope, hopefully purity and try to be a pure person and then the evil. But wins. they use but they those, they use those and, positions. They might not be going for purity. Look but at they, the black. but they use those positions. The think, think about think about what they did though. When you look at those cases, they use those positions of being God's messenger on earth. They were held to a higher standards. Mm -hmm. People would leave their kids with them. They thought that they could trust the them. It was cover. all mm -hmm. the things that pedophiles do. It's the, right. It's, right, it's the perfect cover. They should belong. I, like, but Damon, how, how often do you, do you think that people just go into the church and all of a sudden the switch hits? I, I just want me some baby mm -hmm. penis. You know, like I just all of a sudden it just hit me. No, they go in. You don't just all of a sudden click on the little little bitty penis boys. You don't. You you go in there because you're talking about it's a sanctuary. This for them to purify themselves. How do you think to purify yourself when you're surrounded by nothing but choir boys? That you you know exactly the demographic of the institution that you're going into, exactly. and you can't all of a sudden say, oh, you know what? We got, let me get away from sin by tempting myself a little right. bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And I do feel like that's an avenue for them to go in and satisfy whatever it is that they're trying to satisfy. Just like we talked about with the black church, how some people, we feel, the black, we do feel like black people going to the black church to reap the benefits of the money. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, just like that's an avenue that black church deals with, when it comes to the Catholic church, I feel like that's an avenue that those guys take to get to what it is that they're trying to get to. Right. I, I think that's just a huge swath that I can't cut. I just, I can't think Well, of something else that I can't, I can't, uh, uh, swallow right now is uh, Brock Turner's sexual assault uh, appeal. And I want to say real quick, Miss Hill Johnson, you asked the question, so men, uh, if your wife has a previous prostitute, if your wife was a previous prostitute, go. Uh, would you be okay <laughs> with that? Out of there. So I feel like you, if you was a hoe in your former yeah. life, as long as you're a hoe with me, then we're good. I don't know, I'm but that's just me. By yourself, that's just me. Really? You can't be. You, what's good for the goose is good for the game. I mean, you can't do it. You guys were just saying yeah. how okay prostitution was. Right. 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 But when it's twenty, you have to be the home. Yeah. It's in your bedroom now. All of a sudden, yeah. it's a problem. Most, most, most wives. You be a hoe for me. Don't be a hoe for the world. But she was a hoe before she met you. She's a reform hoe. You think you the first dick she done sucked? Right. She's a reform hoe now. Look, you don't even know how to answer that. He don't even know. Sir, first of all, sir, listen. <laughs> sir, sir. Don't you ever ask me that like that on the radio again, video, whatever it is. I'm just saying, you got to call the spade a spade. So anyway, uh, Brock Turner, who was uh, charged and convicted for uh, sexual assault, um, uh, assaulting a woman in 2016, so sexual assaulting an unconscious woman in 2016, has launched a bid uh, to overturn his conviction, saying that, hey, my clothes were on, her clothes were on, this was... Outer course, mm. almost like the uh, the uh, the, Affluenza. the affluenza defense. We have this new and and Rod said last week he, he he we talk about a defense on something. He said, well, you know, as an attorney, you should be uh, applauding and lauding the fact that uh, of such a creative type of defense. And I'll use his words for this show today, uh, or use his sentiment today. It's it's very interesting uh, defense, but I think it's quite stupid. Uh, regardless of if it was outer or inner, sexual assault is sexual assault. Regardless of if you're inter having intercourse, touching on them, whatever the case may be. It's not like he was given some life sentence for this. I mean, it was almost damn near a slap on the wrist for what he did. 
Um, I mean, take take your L, man. You you did some shit you weren't supposed to be doing. Take your L and move on about your life. That's just my opinion. So that, the bigger issue in that, of course, he, that appeal was washed away and lost, is the the privilege that he has to say, "Let me challenge this slap on a wrist sexual assault with this absolute ridiculous uh, uh, appellate argument and see what happens." I mean, that right there is a monster that that we're, we're seeing grow. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a man. Bruce is, is not it's, it's invisible, but we're seeing For the a man. people that have it. Who got <laughs> yeah. busted. That's, where that's where it's invisible. I'm sorry. Go okay. I'm just saying, we're seeing a man who got busted for sexual assault, like flat out busted, convicted and appealing it with not saying it wasn't sexual assault, but just a different kind of sexual mm-hmm. assault. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Privilege. It's just out of course. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a straight Dave Chappelle skit. I feel like it's going to make a great Dave Chappelle skit one day. Like, that's crazy that you could even challenge that, that you could even go in the courtroom and say, my pants are up, so it wasn't it wasn't straight up assault. Like, well, in the ridiculousness of this particular defense, kind of mirrors the ridiculousness of of how far the sensitivity within the Me Too movement has come. And what I mean by that is, um, he made a stretch, a very gross stretch on on his actions. Juxtapose that with the Me Too movement. And, you know, at first it started off as a very, very legitimate concern uh, saying that, hey, we need to bring awareness to the fact that uh, women are being assaulted, uh, women are being coerced, women are uh, subjugated in a a sexual uh, disadvantageous way to themselves, and we don't have a voice. Very few people are actually speaking up on our behalf. That particular movement then... um, grew into, well, you know, hey, this sexual, this sexual harassment at work is a little bit out of hand, which moved into, well, he looked at me funny, we need to have him fired, to I just don't like him, there's something about him that's, that's rubbing me the wrong way, ladies, let's band together. Do you think that the Me Too movement in its growth has become toxic, not only to women, but to how men are supposed to react to what the intended purpose was supposed to be? Yes. Speak on it. Full stop. Um, I think, like you said, it, it started out as very well-intentioned and something that was absolutely needed because we all know that women face that on a, on a daily basis. But when you start to move to a point where we can't tell the difference between just an awkward guy who makes inappropriate statements and a flat-out pervert who's out to just prey on women and and rape them and sexually assault them. When we're starting to lump all of these acts all into into one category, I think we do ourselves a a disservice as well as the movement, which is so important. Mm -hmm. And then you start to alienate men who I think need to be in on on this movement as a whole if it's going to be successful and actually move forward. You have to have both men and women who are both in on this whole thing. But when you have men who are scared to say anything, I, I don't. I don't know what I should do. I don't know if this is okay. I, I have to ask. Well, well, can I compliment you? Is is that now off limits? So I, I think in that aspect, yes, absolutely, it has gone too far. And there has got to be a point to where we can say there is a difference between um, an awkward guy trying to date you and someone who is a rapist and a predator. Th- those are different things. You know, I had a conversation uh, with a with a uh, a friend of mine about this this situation and, and kind of. Uh, touches on what you just said because my biggest issue right now with how the Me Too movement is progressing is there is no continuity from women on what the standard should be because one half will say 
uh, whenever a new story comes out, half the half the ladies are saying absolutely behind mm -hmm. you one hundred percent. The other half are saying, I don't know, man, that was just flirta flirtation going on. <clears throat> For men, it's hard for us to know exactly what you want us to do when you collectively have not decided what for the yourself. standards should right. be. It was right. already hard before yeah. this. Before, right. But right. you can't do that. I mean, you, you can't say ladies collectively come together and give us a definition of something that you really can't define. Like, a lot of ways, I, I, I can see you saying he looked at me creepy, and saying it out loud doesn't convey it, but in the moment, we all we probably could have been in the moment, saw that, and been like, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah. You know, like, damn, that was perverted. Uh, but then I say, oh, he said a creepy joke to me, or he's awkward. It's hard to sometimes convey that. I, I don't think it's fair to say that you that women come together and make a collective definition, although as a man, I would like it. It would be good to have a good even, standard, but you can't do that. It's not even possible. I mean, you know think, about, think about if a white person said that to you. Black people, I need y'all to come together and define for me exactly what, what racism is. Racism is. What, is racism? what can I say? Yeah. Can I call yeah. you? Yeah. But, this. But, right. but, <laughs> don't talk about chicken. Don't have black people. Get online and listen to black people talk about these issues, though. You get black people doing the same thing. Oh, that was, that wasn't that bad. Or this, oh, this is terrible. This was, but we do the same thing. Exactly. So it. You but know, but it's I, would, not I would venture to say, Charles, I would venture to say, Charles, that, that there's at least a good solid 80% of black people, you know, I'm throwing out a number, but I want to say at, le at least a solid 80% of black people that would all venture to have the same particular general baseline of, if you say something like this, if you act like this, no, no, no. I think that there is a, a, a lot I'd, more I'd variance. I'd say, I'd say the same thing is true in women. women. I don't think so, because when you're talking about, I think, I'm not even talking about sexual, not, let me be clear about this, I'm not talking about sexual assault, I'm talking about sexual harassment. Because that's where a lot of the gray areas come again yeah. here. Where if you're ugly, it's sexual harassment. If you're cute, I mean, that's just bae. You know what I'm yeah. saying? There's a difference right there. And for us as men, I want to make sure that I'm not disrespecting anybody because there have been times when I've done something. Had no clue that this particular person felt a, okay. felt some kind of way. If I would have done it to nine other women, they'd have been like, "What you what you mean?" It's extremely yeah. subjective. Right. Like it, it it's extremely subjective. Right. Like you can have a guy at work telling sexually inappropriate jokes to one person who's okay with it, and then you say that same joke to someone else, and she's taking him to HR. Right. It's extremely subjective. Like the joke is not directed towards me. I don't think. But someone else may have a huge problem with that. You know, it's just super subjective. Take for instance, uh, 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 Morgan Freeman, old Daddy Freeman. Oh, right. When right. when he old, sat there with the with the uh, news news later, or he was doing the the, the back and forth interview. He he said something real, maybe at worst old man creepy. Old at worst old man creepy. If you put it in context of what he was talking about, it actually had nothing to do with being creepy at all. Um, but. Now he is under fire for it. He is. He has. He has met the social jury for that. Say, he was under fire for a little while until well, it came out, and most people were like, yeah, "But he's just one instance. How, how many times have we see time and time again right. where his particular type of story, we, we're being we're being crucified, you know, without all the but facts I say, coming out." I, I, I say that's just a, that's just a hit you got to take. If it's going to stop, cost you. Right. But but that's but a million for hit. most people, Chris Hardwick is a great example. He lost his show. He lost. He lost the Walking Dead show. He lost to all of his stuff while they investigated. When they when they finished the investigation and found there was nothing to it, he got all his shit back. If you, I mean, if it's gonna protect such a lot, like we know the shit that's going on out there. Mm -hmm. Like I say, some people just, may just have to take that hit. I mean, it's it's bad, but it's the same thing with racism. I'd rather somebody take a hit to get all of the other races out 
than be like, oh, we just got to let everybody go because we don't want to. We don't want to offend that one person, or we don't want something bad to happen to that one person. Don't be fucking creepy. So, Keisha, <laughs> let's answer answer me this. Um, you, you know, one you? one part of this issue is, I mean, we're talking about all these, uh, you know, hard hitters. You got yeah. the Harvey Weinsteins, mm -hmm. you got the the Morgans, and all these people. Um, the question of power, mm -hmm. um, and and. Adrika said, power is a hell of a drug. Me Too has a power to destroy, and when you are emotional and without power, you tend to misuse that power on the wrong people or for the wrong reason. I want to take her words and using that word power and apply it to people in a position of power. There have been some women that argue, by virtue of a man being in a position of power, he, if a woman feels uncomfortable with his advance and she then has sex with him, that should be considered rape as well because she has he has uh, asserted his power in such a way to make her helpless to that power absolutely not because you always have your own determination you don't have to have sex with someone in order to progress further yes he's in a position of power yes you want to get to a certain place in that position of power however you don't have to sleep with that person in order to make that happen there's other ways around it maybe that's not your gig Maybe that, maybe that position is not for you. Yes, why don't you report the behavior, but you don't have to follow through with the act, right. my opinion. Anybody else, got, anybody else got something different? I think she hit the nail on the head with that one. I think it's hard to make statements like that and ask for clarity in situations that you, you're not there to really see. Well, that's, you don't but see. that's why they tell you if you're in any kind of position of power in corporate America or whatever, if you manage somebody, you, you can't do it, period. Just yeah. leave it alone, period. Because it, so in a vacuum, without looking at the realities of the real world, you can say that power strips away somebody's ability to give consent, right? You could, you could say that in a vacuum. Like, if I have so much power that I could change your livelihood, change your life, take your job away from you, take your money away from you, that there is, I'm affecting the way that you consent or have the ability to consent in a vacuum. But I think in the real world that you, you can't call that rape. But right. I see why, you know, you can see where people make that leap, but I don't think it's realistic. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. Just don't really eat where you should. Mm -hmm. Does, and, and I guess we're going to uh, roll this into uh, another part of this topic, which is gender equality. I mean, are, are, are the same, are the, are the same, uh, well, and that, that goes hand in hand, rape culture with gender equality, are the same um, standards for, for a woman met for a man? And, I, and, and, and when we talk about the rape culture, we'll start there with gender equality. In the rape culture, are women held to the same standard as men? My answer is no, absolutely no, not. Hell no. no. Also, I don't believe there's a rape culture. Throw it out there. Well, you can't just throw that shit out there. <laughs> and then, you gotta give us more. Right. You gotta so that. I think you know if you define rape culture, it says that there's roving. In my opinion, what I've heard, roaming and roving groups of men who can't control themselves. I still think it's an outlier. I mean, I I don't think men, by and large, are that part of the culture of rapists. Well, that's a rape pack. We're talking yeah, about that's culture. Not, I don't think no, there's no. a culture. I don't think there's a culture. There's absolutely. Culture. So. so there's research I, that proves that there's a culture yeah, because because most college students right now, there's a huge rape culture in colleges right now where women, girls are getting drunk and then these men are having sex with them or these boys are having sex with them, they're not consenting because they're under the influence. Granted, you shouldn't be under the influence, you shouldn't put yourself in a predicament like that. However, that is rape if I didn't say yes. Uh, no, I'm sorry. If you well, voluntarily get yourself drunk, drunk and we okay. have sex, no, I mean, you, you, you said yes drunk and Don't hit him, yes. Keisha. <laughs> 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 no, man. Sorry, okay. But, 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 <laughs> 
I voluntarily got myself drunk. Okay, that was a bad move. I, I voluntarily but said yes, but I didn't voluntarily say yes. But sometimes they're also drunk. Sometimes they're not voluntarily getting drunk. I mean, you got. Date you great drugs and all that stuff. Like We're not yeah. talking about date yeah, rape. Yes, yes, hold on, yes. hold on. But, but Nicole has something to say on that. What, what you got to say? What if both parties are drunk? Mm. How, how many of us have had sloppy mm. drunk sex before? Not my virgin body. <laughs> <laughs> It, it happens. Yeah. Two, so, two adults are, are highly intoxicated but, and I, they engage in a sexual act. Mm -hmm. If I have buyer's remorse the next morning because he wasn't quite Dang. as cute sober as Dang. I thought he was... Right. Um, well, don't even get us started on that. Like, oh, the way y'all wake up looking the next day. Take, take the take culture your of it because that is coming out in the culture statistically that these, that is happening on college campuses a lot. So, so the question for that, that we you call it a culture of mm -hmm. rape, is it more so a culture of um, of, of, well, of, of of young people acting stupid and then the next morning having that buyer's remorse. Mm -hmm. And then, mm -hmm. because the more people that are calling it rape, it becomes it the becomes, quote right. culture. Yeah, right. It's not necessarily the culture, yeah. it's, it's simply a matter yeah, of people. To, so there's a, and there's a stark difference between having sex with an unconscious person mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. and having sex with somebody who drunk. is inebriated. Right. Because right. I can't tell you what you, what you, what you are uh, able to discern just because you're drunk. Right. You may say, I'm drunk, but I'm cool. Right. How many of us go 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 drunk, drive home? Right. You know, and say, you know, hey, I'm Not drunk, I'm right. good. I mean, I'm good to go. But I mean seriously, how many times have you said I'm good to go? So and and then on top of that, you will sit there, you we have decided that if you dr drive drunk you were aware enough of your actions and you are held accountable right. for your actions for what you did while drunk in terms of driving, but all of a sudden when it comes to sexual relationships, mm -hmm. you have lost the ability right. to be accountable for your actions and your yes or your no during sexual intercourse. And only women. But no, 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 I got to Let me just <laughs> go for it. You're talking about you're talking about something in isolation, somebody getting drunk having sex on the college campus. Cool. Let's take it a step back cuz I love to put these men and women things in terms of race cuz I think men get that better. There is a culture of white privilege in this country, mm, country right? And we know about we know about privilege <laughs> that women have, but there's a privilege that men have that we are taught as we are growing up that makes us feel like we are entitled to mm -hmm. things from women. Mm -hmm. We're entitled to women's bodies. Mm -hmm. We're entitled to that time. She has to acknowledge me. If I say, why you can't say hey to me? Why you can't stop? The, the whole thing about street harassment that women go through, the whole thing mm -hmm. about the, the patriarchy and the privilege that men have because when you and I walk past each other on the street, you're not worried that I'm going to kill you. If me and you, if I say, yo, man, let's go have a drink, you're not worried that I could drag you off and do whatever I want to, to you. And there's there's that culture that some men have. that, Like, I have a friend that I've seen stop a woman and say hello, and she kept walking, and grab her and say, oh, no, you're going to acknowledge me. Mm. I'm a yes, man. You can't get away from me. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, when we, all, when we all like, yo, what are you doing? You're tripping. Yeah. There's, I've seen, like, dude, I saw this growing up. Hey, baby, can I holler at you? Mm -hmm. and she keeps walking. Fuck you, then, bitch. Yeah, see, we I'm talking about the culture. I'm talking about the culture that puts this thing in men's minds that they are entitled to whatever they want from a woman. But we're talking about consent and where consent lies. Right there, in terms of consent, there is an unequivocal no. 
there is an implied no, and then there's everything else in between. And the question is, if somebody's drunk, just by virtue of them being drunk to me does not necessitate but that you, they you, have you lost the ability the to, to consent. But that's what we were talking about. I know, we're, we're but talking about that's what I'm saying. Y'all making it too narrow. There's things that happen every day where men and women, oh, well, men and women have, have men sex that are predatory complete, men. completely sober, not even predatory, date rape. Where they have sex and be, and be like, oh, well, she wanted it, she was my girlfriend, she was, and it doesn't get reported because they, and and the thing on top of, this is why I call it rape culture, because a lot of those guys that do that don't think they're doing anything wrong. That's the part they that, know. that's, I, no, I, no, I, no, I, I guarantee they know, they know they're doing they something wrong, because they threaten them after the fact. If you say some shit, then I will come back and beat your ass, kill your mama, do all this stuff. But it's a bunch of guys that'll be like, well, she she wanted it, she did this, she did this shit. And those guys are the outlier. I think to apply culture is to say that that's a piece of every man at this table. And I'm just like, hold on. I am not every man. It's not all in me. I am not. I'm just me. No backtracks. Sir, I was a deacon in a church. I have not no way. I'm saved. I'm saved. Sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. But you went to Catholic church, so you don't count. Oh, Lord. Oh, I've been in the Kojic church. I've been in the AME church. I've been in the Methodist Episcopal church. Just, I'm telling you right now that men across the board don't, there is no one set way that a man thinks. That's first and foremost. Exactly. Second, men who are sitting up here talking about some, you better come do this, that is an issue that they have as men. They have an ego, mm -hmm. ego problem, they have a hubris problem. Those are issues with them. There's, there's a, a whole other, it may be, but there's also a there's bunch so of men that don't do that. Yeah, but, but I bet you, for every man that you know that has done that you know at least another one that hasn't done it mm -hmm. yeah. yeah but for every man that has done that i don't know very many men that step up to him and say you wrong for doing well, because right. soft men do well, soft sir, shit did you they don't, they don't step up here you gotta check i mean if i wouldn't check to be probably would have went to jail but i'm like you can't put your hand but that's I, a good I, I would say this if i'm walking down the street with one of my friends and they do something like that right you check I, yeah it. i'm Absolutely. not going to lie that but it's a lot of dudes for one thing i don't want to be accessory to that right. no right. no no part so, of that. yeah so so Adrika, uh she she's just hitting us with a lot of stuff she said uh, there are a lot of men who believe that that their women are their property, yeah. which kind of brings us into this whole the gender role and gender equality mm -hmm. issue. Um, you know, women have have fought for quite a while. You have the 1920s when they uh, fought for women's suffrage and the right to vote. Um, they have fought time and time again for the equality of their male counterparts. Um, with that fight has been the, ter the term independent woman. Beyonce talks about it all the time. We got the beehive mm -hmm. that gets behind that. Um, but with this independence comes an expectation of men to treat them as equals. However, also comes an expectation for them to keep some of their traditional female values in place. Can you have it both ways? I, I think that if, if you have gender equality you can't also expect to be treated on a on a on a, on a, on a uh, right, treated with yeah. chivalry you can't you can't have the expectation of chivalry while requesting um yeah, uh, e gender equality there's a responsibility that comes with that equality I absolutely disagree. I guess what I think about when we're talking about gender equality, I'm thinking that we're basically saying that I deserve the same rights 
the same opportunities. Mm -hmm. I des deserve the same access. If we're doing the same job, Keep I deserve going. to be paid mm -hmm. the yes. same amount of money. Speech, mm -hmm. That speech. does not Keep take going. away from the fact. You in this <laughs> <laughs> that does, that does not take away the fact that I am still a woman, a female, and I am feminine. Yeah. What does that mean, feminine? Tell, I'm, explain I'm a, that. I'm a woman. Yeah, okay, okay, you have a you have a vagina. You can birth. There you go. Yes. What else? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm a female. I'm I'm a woman. So my expectation from men is is that you are being a gentleman. That you are chivalrous. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't understand what that yeah, has to do. Right. I don't understand what you being a gentleman and holding the door when I walk through. I don't understand why that now negates the fact that I want to be able to have access to the same things that you do. I want to be paid the same right. amount for the same job. Uh, I want to still have the same access to the, do you to the same resources. But you, but you can't open you the this, door. Though. Let me ask you this, though. Do you want to pick up that check when it's time after the date to pay the bill? Wait, I, I, I can. can. Oh, you can. You can. You don't want that. No, I don't. You can, but you don't want it. No, no, no. I never said that. See, I think those are two two separate things. We were just having you, this conversation you, earlier. You, exactly. You you talking about a gold digger? Okay. Mm -hmm. Who who expects a man to say pick that up again? The, a gold digger mm -hmm. to to pick up the check every time something. If you ain't paying for no dates, you is a gold digger. <laughs> you is. <laughs> you is a gold digger. You is a gold yes, digger. I, I don't I don't think that there's anything wrong with the female picking up the check sometimes. That, so can I have this one? Can I have next? You can start. You can start because we all got something to say. Right. So, so I'm gonna keep it quick. So this is my problem with this. If women will preach they want equality, but they don't want the responsibility that comes with that, right? There are a lot of things as a man that you just expected to do. Like some of those things you, and don't get me wrong, as a woman, when I see women coming or whatever, I hold the doors open for them. Uh, you know, uh, I'll help them carry things if it looks heavy. I, I do that. But at the same time, you have to understand, if you're at the same level as we are, why aren't you, why aren't, I'm not going to say you, why aren't most women also willing to take on some of that responsibility that we have as men? If you're making the same amount of money we're making, if you're, if you're giving the same opportunities that we're giving, why, it seems like a lot of women have a problem with accepting the same level of responsibility. It's like you just want to Financial. Yeah, financially. Financially. Are you talking about financial responsibility? So we're in a relationship. We're, on, we're equal. We make the same well, amount yeah, of money. So maybe a relationship and then dating, right? Because okay. there, there are different responsibilities within those, right? right? Mm -hmm. Now, I understand. I, you know what? I don't care if a woman holds the door open for me. That stuff doesn't bother me. I understand that there are some things that are going to remain male right. uh, on the male side of the line. Mama and raised you right. Exactly. Right. And then right. on the female right. side, they right. don't know when he's coming or going. Oh, so, that's so cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I know you did. You know what? I, because of the audience, I ain't going to rip back at you. I see somebody in the audience. I ain't going to say nothing back at you. But after this show... <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying, I think he's saying, I think he's talking relational in, in, in situation as far as relationships are going. So if we make the same amount of money and you see me as your equal in a relationship, I think we should share the financial role. Mm -hmm. I don't think a man has to pay for every meal, every vacation, everything. I, I really, I mean, that's just, that's just who I am. That's just how I, right. how I feel. Like, okay, if you want to be chivalrous in the beginning, you want to take me out. Yeah, I want to have those things. I want you to show interest in me. I want you to be intentional, right. you know? But, like, once we get to a certain level, we can split some of that mm -hmm. stuff up, you know? Not I don't problem. expect you can to you have to. Can you define some? Well, no. So <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I think you guys are limited, limited to a financial situation and not social. So that's not I what mean, gender equality means to me. Like, mm -hmm. that doesn't, that's not what it means to me anyway. What does it mean to you then? So gender equality means exactly what Nikki was saying. I deserve exactly what my male counterpart does in a corporate American setting. Absolutely. That's oh, what oh, I wait, see so, it So y'all so leave so in terms of business. Yeah. Yeah. So, so not social. Which is exactly what I was saying. No, 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 no when you no, say gender equality socially, explain that a little bit. What do you so, mean so, socially? So like, like the, the example we just heard of opening the doors. Okay. Like, like do you open the door for men? I will I'll hold it. Right. Right. I, 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 I can tell you're lying because when you're lying, you scared I will. I get in the car. If he opens my door, I get in. I pull his door open. No, 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 yeah. no. So like, I I'm there's certain things. Opening the door for a stranger, you don't know. You walk through the door. I will hold it as I walk through. What if you you with a man and you driving your car? Then what? Because you're a grown man. You open my door and then open his door. Open your door and go back and get in. What's funny is from a female perspective on that particular issue it's safer for you to open the door and let him pass because he's now in front of you so if you worry about your safety somebody in front of you you can uh -oh. spot what's going on uh -oh. but while you are in front of him and this person's a stranger's behind you you have no fucking idea what's going on now that's just that that's just a calorie on your open the door thing i think you can't have gender equality on a limited scope as 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 as, as mm. charles has been saying on a racial issue Black people are asking to treat us equal to everybody else in certain circumstances. It is across the board, treat us the same. Yeah. Don't give to Adam what you won't give to Eve, yeah, but and I, vice versa. So if you want to establish a line of equality and say, treat me the same as, as, as you would a man, then you treat them the same. I will treat you the same as I would a man. Okay. So, so I, I, I've been around a little while, uh, as y'all know. But the grays tell, tell the story. I know. The grays tell the story. I've never once heard, y'all. maybe y'all correct me, I've never once heard a woman talk about equality based on whatever these social norms of who opens the door. Who, they're talking about things like making sure that my vote counts the same right. as your vote. Right. That my pay is the same. That in a meritocracy, if I'm good enough and you're good enough, right. just like we do with white people, right. if I'm good enough and you're good enough and we do the same job, then we get the same pay. Nobody is asking mm -hmm. for, well, not nobody, because there may be some people out there, is asking you to erase every gender role. I that's no, like, no, no, no. yeah, I don't, I don't, right. I don't, I don't even like. It's that's a, a dumbass argument to me. No, I've heard that. That is a totally hurt argument. They're completely too different. So, 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 just like your friend grabbing a woman on the street and disrespect that is dumb to all of us men, I've heard that argument before. I've heard there should be no gender roles. I've heard there should be no genders. It should just be a binary situation. Oh yeah, okay. Gender roles, obviously. Obviously, it is a heavy trash that needs to be taken out. Like, what? I mean, come on. The strongest person is going to do it. What if you got a big woman? Exactly. But she's still a woman, and she, you should open the door for her. Here's, here's, I mean, or, or what she's taking out the heavy trash. Here's my issue. And, and, and uh, Nicole, you touched on this when you when you made the comment of saying, "I'm a woman," and feminine, feminine, this and that. And and Quentin made the comment just now. He said, "You know, taking out the trash." Um, when I made the comment about uh, the expectation of chivalry, it's it's that what I'm talking. The expectation. There is nothing wrong with a man being chivalrous. The problem comes when you, you want to be 100% equal, but also have the expectation that a man treats you with a certain amount of deference because of the fact that you're a woman. Women have fought for the right to fight in the military. 
they have they have countered men on every turn to say, hey, we are just as good at you as doing the physical things. We may be weaker, but we'll go fight just as you put us on the front lines as well. Uh, we want to do everything a man does. Then conversely, when it benefits you, you say, well, 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 I'm just a woman here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I need to be delicate here. You know, you can't have on one side and say, treat me as an equal in all respects, and then say, and I expect you to also treat me like, because if you wanted equality, men don't go around saying just because you're a, 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 a slighter frame man. Small man. Hold on. Just because you're a slighter frame man, we shouldn't Bruh. be doing Not once have I ever heard when you talk about men and women fighting, you know, the, the, the assaults that happen between men and women. Not once have I ever heard uh, 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 somebody talk about, oh, my God, I can't believe this bigger guy just wailed on this little guy. You should always be respectful to the little guys out there. No, it's always been a matter of if it's man, a woman, man. no matter how big, no matter how small she is, you don't hit women right. because right. they're women. The expect chivalry goes right in hand with chauvinism. You can't have chivalry without it being chauvinism because by, by its very nature, chivalry is, is placing yourself in a position where you are always in deference or you, you think of a woman as a, as a delicate creature. And that's where chauvinism came from. We, as chauvinists, chauvinists believe that, you know what, women aren't able to think as well, so we have to help them out. Women aren't able to, to pick up things because they're not as strong, so let's pick it up for them. You know, or let them just sit there while we go do all these manly things with the man roles. And that's where chivalry comes from, because of our thought that you're incapable of doing certain things, so we'll pick up the slack for you. In my mind, you can't be an advocate for chivalry and also not understand the hypocrisy that it plays with chauvinism. I disagree a bit. Because, <laughs> 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 I, I disagree, and I, I understand what you're saying. I Don't get worry. it, but I disagree a bit because I, I feel like if I'm equal, equal to you, we have equality, I can go out and I can mow my lawn as, just as good as you can. Where it come, where you can't, I, can, I absolutely can. Your line's gonna be crooked. I'm just saying, my line's gonna be straight, my, my mulch is gonna be laid. But if, if you see me constantly, if I have a man in my life and you see me constantly outside mowing the lawn, don't 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 you want to share that responsibility with me? That's that doesn't. Hot. No, it's it's hot. 99 degrees in Houston. Great. I'm if hot too. You, but if, if you I can do it, you can do it. We're equal, right. right? So that means you should be right there out there with me jogging along. Hey, this is some great uh, weeds we pulling up here. Absolutely, and cutting. I agree with teamwork. But see, that's the difference. I think we're we're confusing gender equality, roles equality and gender roles. Mm. Be because why, why should gender roles even exist? Because they do. And, and they absolutely. I didn't say they. But, I say why should they well, exist? Because if you don't, if nobody knows what role they're supposed to play, what are what are we doing? Because that's why, when you have all this gender, confusion and, and chaos. Why is that a gender specific can, can issue? Person that's best at that uh, objective, can't they just do it? Like if, if I'm the better cook in the house, I'm probably gonna cook, right? Right. If she cut grass right. better than me, which we know she don't, and I have no just, problem, I, I she have to should probably do it. But, I, 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 but I think that's happening anyway. I think we we get into these philosophical arguments, but mm -hmm. most people are doing that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Most people are doing Nicole that in their homes. But as let me let me just say also great comment from Mrs. Parrish. You can treat a woman as an equal without treating her like a man. That's mm -hmm. I think right. that, that sums That's it up. That's a profound yep. statement right, right. That yep. sums it up. Mm -hmm. That's 
What do you have to say about that, Mr. Parrish? You gotta go. Remember, you gotta go home. I gotta go home. It's okay though. I have my own set of keys. If you are asking me to treat it as I would a man, I'm treating you as I would a man. If you're equating that as equality, then that is equality. I don't know the difference if you're saying treat me as you would a man, and that's equality, and I treat you as I would a man. That is equality. I like. I like to speak on. I'm sorry. Well, you go. Drika just made another great comment. Why is a housewife accepted, but a house husband is frowned upon? I want to be a house husband. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to chill, bake muffins, and chill at the house and watch uh, Rap City all day. Why? Why is that a problem? Come on, no more. But why is that a problem? I think it's a problem. I think it's a problem. I think it's a problem because people people put, put that they put that stigma on it. Like if you are staying at home, you ain't doing nothing all day. That's one. Right. I'm pretty sure that because that's not most true. Of because the housewives say all day long. Yeah. No, I work as a housewife. That's what I'm saying. That is a lot of work. Yes. I, now I, it is. Well, it's, it's a lot of work. which goes yes. back to that whole. I think there is stigma it's, on that. It's though. toxic masculinity it at is. this point because at some point the same things that you will say a woman is okay. It's okay. It's okay if you be a housewife. That's a that's a fine thing. Uh, if you want to stay at home with the kids and you know it's work right. every it single day. Let a let a man say he wants to do the same thing. What kind of punk ass man are you? Side eye. Like get your ass. If it works out in your household and it makes more sense for me to go to work and you stay at home right. with the kids because daycare but it's is not because y'all right. don't get paid as much, right? Um, we do. We, we, there's a lot it's, of women out there making, I feel like, no, no, there's a lot of women out there, but as a whole, women don't get paid as much. But I said in that household, if it works in that household economically and it makes more sense for the husband to stay at home, then do it. So you and your husband make the same amount of money, and you have to draw straws on stay at home. But you're okay with him staying at home? Making the same I feel amount of like money because way, economically that doesn't make sense. I feel like the way she's explaining it is like uh, everything got to be in alignment for that man to stay home. Why, no, why doesn't I, it make sense? Why, why because make sense? we're both making the same amount of money. If someone's making a, a better percentage of money uh -huh. and, it, and it takes away the cost of daycare, let's just say uh -huh. that surplus of money that someone else is making that's above the other salary is taking away the cost of daycare. Or, or even with a 50 50 split, you the man staying home takes care of daycare. Absolutely. Yeah. Would, would you stay home with Ooh, a 50 50 I saw that roll in the high. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. He's he just, he just going to poke holes in my he's argument he's all quick. Like, what if he's better at the house to you? He yeah. may be better at the house. I just think it, whatever yeah, works for your household, whatever works for your household. It is a stigma on it. There's a huge stigma on it. But I don't feel like I don't feel like men should have to. I don't feel like it should be a different response to a man staying home than a woman staying home. It shouldn't be, but there is. But there is. It is. Absolutely. But but that is across the board for men and women. Right. Mm -hmm. You you look at a a man a a, a stay at home husband, mm -hmm. and that guy gets signed out like nobody's business. A stay at home wife, roles. not a stay at home mom, but a stay at home wife is like ah, eh, but okay. I I, I mean, and, and like you said, if we're making the same amount of money, if you want to stay at home, you would stay at home. And he would just be working there to be cool with it, right? Some men are, some men aren't. Talking about your the problem is men aren't allowed to be who they want to be because we have for, for too long put a stigma on them and told them exactly how they're supposed to be as men. Just like women have been told what you're supposed to be as a woman, 
men have been told what you're supposed to be as a man and men we have not been able to be comfortable with doing the things that they want to do sometimes because there is a stigma that goes along with it i.e. this whole concept of toxic masculinity which brings us all the way back to your man Odell oh, yeah. Beckham mm -hmm. who you said well I'm surprised uh, I think he paid to have a woman standing as, as his beard Everyone and, thinks and the reason why you think that though is because his actions aren't necessarily equated with what your standard is for the regular man. Explain, Keisha, please. <laughs> we have seen the shenanigans that Odell Beckham has done in the media. I just feel like he doesn't have the platform to be exactly who he is. And I, it's just this is my opinion. I feel like Odell Beckham is struggling with his sexuality. That's just me. Why? Because he's he's a bit flamboyant in his actions. So, so you can't be flamboyant and straight? You could be. You said that like no, you didn't want to believe yeah, it at all. You could be. And Nicole, just go ahead, Nicole. You, you could be. You could be. Your, your face says your mind is It's very much suspect. It's I still suspect. go back. I, I like gender roles. A man is a man. A woman is a woman. If if I'm wearing the skirt, I don't need you wearing your skirt. I'm not. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. I, Charles, I'm like, please, saying, please reference somebody else. <laughs> you killed just the other day, sir. If I'm in a heterosexual uh, relationship with someone, why, why do I need that person displaying the same type of emotions, doing the same things that I do, liking the same exact same things that I do, wanting to go shopping and get his nails done with me? Well, well wait a minute. I, I, I don't oh, like So them. I can't get my nails. Really? I'm about to say no. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need you in there. I, I don't need you in everything. Like but those are hypothetical <laughs> situations. Odell Beckham yeah. has been found or, or He's not, been found, not found. found. He's never He's been, been found. Hey, you know, let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me shoot Odell some. Let me, let me shoot him a little bell. He, he from that, he's from that Drake, this Drake era, man. These new kids is all about Jim being all emotional and... You know, they they so like confused. I don't know if they're confused. They I more think expressive. They're, they're more confused. expressive. They're more. Or they're literate. okay confused. with like even Drake. Like you, you okay with getting on a record talking about stealing out a woman's, looking at a woman's purse and crying on the phone. And, I mean, what like, what is the cutoff point for masculinity then? Because right. you have the metrosexual male. You've got you got the well, you got the Uber the Uber male, which is the you know the cowboys. I'm I'm the Stetson man type of guy. Then you've got the metrosexual male who says, you know what? I like to dress up a little bit. I like to look good. Put on some. There's nothing wrong with that. Then you've got the more young 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 whoever's little somethings or the whatever with the itty bitty skinny skinny jeans that may have every now once in a while wear a dress or a skirt or man purse. LeBron has a man purse. Is he, is he now feminine for the for yes, the man first? He looked an absolute fool with that Birkin bag and those culottes and and slippers or whatever. You just offended Ch uh, Charles here. Yeah, because I am so sorry. Had that suit back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wore that suit to a boy's uh, man as you know, and I got a lot of phone numbers in my. Ah. It's ridiculous. I, I, you want women, You want us it. as men to 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 Look be like as liberal about women's uh the women's movement but y'all are not willing to reciprocate we for the men who want to be something more than what the stigmatized man is supposed to be and i think that's unfair to them i mean women get to wear the weaves they get to wear the makeup they get to wear, wear the nails say, why would a man but, want to wear 
well, why there, there guys, beard right, there are guys yeah. who now want to. Well, why do you want to? Why do you want to attach some 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 horses? See, I want waves again. I ain't had waves in years. They can actually do that. I know. I want some. Yeah, I've seen the man. Y'all won't let me have. Look at this man. This man struggles every day. Every day. What if he wants to just let his hair down, buy some dreadlocks? Why he can't go out and buy him some dreadlocks? Because you don't have. Because you don't have dreads. Because you don't have any more hair. You. It's a wrap. You know how many bald headed women walking around here? It's a million women. It's a million women. I said it ain't from India. Look, look. I know a girl who fly baby hair in Indonesian baby hair. She flies in. Just the baby hair. Just the baby hair on the edge. And I hope you're listening. I hope you're listening and heard this. Because yeah, I'm talking about you. You know who I'm talking about. With your Indonesian baby hair in the heavy jail. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But all I say to say this, why can't the brothers go out and do and, and do things and enhance themselves without being judged? Because that's not masculine. So I think this term we use toxic masculinity goes goes way well 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 beyond dressing essentially. That's not yeah, that's not what we're talking about. Toxic masculinity is having a male stifle certain innate emotions that we're supposed to have. Loving as a human, loving and caring and things like that. Like I have several guy friends that think it's like gay to say I love you to another man. Like, why? Because like y'all that, told us it was. No, 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 Society has told you it's not. Yeah. Okay. Or your dad has told yeah. you yeah. that it's not. You know what society is? Society is 20 women sitting in a dark that's room making rules. That's, that's a learned behavior, is. though. That's a learned behavior. <laughs> right. Because if you look at, like, statistics, if from from birth to, like, 8, 9, 10 years old, they can show that emotion. You know what it they is? They can show it. It's, it's learned after a certain point. It's the same thing, just like on Power, when Ghost started crying over this girl, his daughter died, Tasha saying, if you don't man up and do this shit the right way, well, that's, that's toxic masculinity that's right toxic there. That's toxic masculinity. I agree. And that We're is, not allowing him to be the emotions he's supposed to have. Will y'all please stop conflating that? No. That is not what toxic stop, masculinity means. You should stop means. narrowing it down. That is, I'm not narrowing it down. You just you take, y'all can't just take take something and make it everything. That is, that's not what toxic you, masculinity you, 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 you're is. You're limiting it to it's like the, the aggression behind it because you're not allowed to have those innate. Tell me what you think it is. I'm just trying to get a house. We got to wrap Wrap this up up because it's unfortunately close to that time to go. But uh, before we go, make sure, ladies and gentlemen, that you guys are uh, pitching in on these conversations, which you you have done. Adrika was great today. Raphael, love that you were uh, having the conversation. Chelsea, uh, hi to you, boo. Uh, Jasmine, hey, girl. A lot of you guys and women are are, uh, chiming in. We want to keep this up. Make sure you're sharing it on your uh, pages. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, www.jetspodcasting.com uh, is our is our uh, webs. It's not. It's, what is it? I'm sorry. www.jetsvpodcast.com. I'm Well, what is it? God damn. Pan me. Pan me. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you guys for joining. Don't just like the page. Please leave us a review. Give us five stars. Leave comments about what you like about the show. Ask us questions. We also have a YouTube page. We'd love for you to subscribe. We're on uh, we're on uh, Instagram and Facebook. So please find us in all of those places and subscribe. There you go, Charles. And before we go, we, we never uh, leave the show without talking about a little bit of black magic. There are three uh, that are up for grabs today. One is LeBron James, who uh, today... 
uh, his new school, the I Promise School in Akron, Ohio, just opened. It is a public school that is both privately and publicly funded. Uh, millions of dollars have gone into this. It's opened up to the uh, third and fourth grade students uh, in Akron. We'll be opening up to first and second next year. And uh, throughout the next five years, we'll be up from first to eighth grade. So well done, LeBron. Uh, no matter what you say about this man on the basketball court, he is stellar as, a, as an individual in the society. Um, we also have uh, a young lady, five-year-old little girl. Uh, I'm trying to remember her name real quick. I think it's Jeray Injala uh, is her name. Nigerian girl, five years old, dubbed the most beautiful uh, girl in the world. If you don't know who she is, go look her up. I mean, I'm just happy to see us finally being represented and finally having somebody other than a different-looking, wonderful, looking, uh, wonderful person. <laughs> So well done to her uh, out there. You're you're a gorgeous girl. Black women are beautiful. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Weaved up or not.